0: Welcome to Brain Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy M.P. Each episode will bring you a new topic or interview related to brain health and wellness as part of my mission to help you on the path to a healthier, happier brain. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Wellness, the podcast. My guest today is Mae Southgate. Maeve, uh, after a lifetime of unresolved trauma, found herself at 50, lost, steeped in fear and helpless. She dragged herself out of bed and challenged herself to do 50 brave things before she turned 51. This challenge completely transformed her life. She has since done intense work to heal her trauma and see PTSD and is now a certified bereavement and transition coach, helping women over 50 find their way. Maeve is also a writer and her first book of essays launches summer of 2023. Thanks for being here, Maeve.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit about the name? Oh, yeah. Now or later. <laughs>
1: so, um, my legal name is Martha. Um, and um I was named after my mother. Okay. And um <laughs> that uh it was a bit problematic. Um our relationship is problematic mm-hmm. and um And I had a a lifetime of of trauma and um, various forms of abuse, et cetera. And and so, um, and I I never felt that I had my own identity. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I was on this journey, all of a sudden I was like, I no longer fit. Like, I can't make this fit. And I can't spend the next half of my life still living with someone else's com- total identity. I mean, I had no part of it. My middle name is my sister's name. Like, there's no part of it that was me. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to change my name. But legally changing a first name is brutal. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just leave it and just tell people this is <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. Um. And so most of the places I have been able to change it, but Facebook is for whatever reason, torturing me. Um, but everywhere else I, you know, I've been able to kind of, um, you know, blend it and, and I'm happy. I'm happy to leave that part of me. I don't need to cut it off and pretend like it didn't happen or, or, um, you know, denounce that, that part of me or whatever that doesn't need to be part of my journey. Um, and I know that's important for, for some people. That's really important that they're cut off completely, but I didn't have that. I just yeah. was like, yeah, but I want to just be called something else. And sure. so, so it's worked out. <laughs>
0: that's funny. I love it. I love it. Sorry. I had to go there right away. Um, Oh no, I
1: appreciate (laughs) it. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. That was a funny conversation we had off camera there too about it. But um, yeah, so I always, I always start with people. What, why is your story? And you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Why is brain health interest you? So you've been on this journey. So tell us more about that, if you could.
1: So when I was um, about to turn 50, my husband and I have been together since we were 18. And, and we're a month apart in age, same year. And so he's like, we're going to turn 50 this year. And I just went, oh. you know, it was like, what I mean, it was like getting hit by a truck. Cause I swear to God, I thought I was like 30 or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, when did that happen? You know, like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So I completely fell apart. I was sitting there thinking I haven't even started yet. Mm-hmm. I lived my whole life just completely steeped in fear. Um, I was paralyzed, compl- just absolutely paralyzed. I had lots of, lots of gifts, lots of abilities and used none of them because I was, I was just like, nope, can't be seen, need to be invisible. Um, I lived in a state of hypervigilance because of my, um, my past and, and I just was paralyzed. And so when he said this, I was like, uh, no, I haven't even started, you know, like I didn't even, Oh no, I'm done. Like I'm done. It's over. (laughs) And I, and I missed it. And I didn't appreciate my body. I didn't appreciate my, my, um, physicality, like being able to do, like, I didn't appreciate anything. And I just kind of just sort of floated um, to 50. (laughs) And so, uh, or sometimes crawled, sometimes kicked and screamed, but I got to 50. Um, and then I fell apart and went to bed. And so, um, when I got my, I I forced myself to take a walk Mm -hmm. and I had avoided that for like six months because I know when I take a walk, I'm going to get a message. And so I was like, no, no, thank you. I don't want a (laughs) message. Um, please no. So I took a walk and while I was walking, I heard this, you know, just in my head, you've been saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 I wasn't. I'm just falling apart. You know, I just realized that I took my, all all my abusers with me. You know, like I just realized mm-hmm. that I hadn't actually, I thought I had been healing myself. My whole adulthood, I read every self-help book. I did classes. I did everything mm-hmm. except what I needed to, do to mm-hmm. actually heal. And So I just like fell apart. You know, I was like, no, no, I'm just having a bit of a wobble. Right. As they say in the UK. Um, And so, but I was like, no, you've, you've been saying goodbye. And so I knew I had to go home and face my husband and tell him. And that was the hardest freaking thing I've ever had to do. Um, And he was just, you know, it's like, I just want to die. I'm just going to lay here till I die, but I'm not suicidal. It was like, there's a difference, right? Like, I don't want it. I like, I don't want to hurt myself. I just want to lay here <laughs> yeah. until I die. And he's like, you know what? The difference doesn't matter to me. He's like, you can't do this. You know, yeah. we have a, at the time, I think our daughter was 11, uh, maybe 12. And, um, and so he's like, you can't do, you can't do this. I can't do this by myself. I don't want to do this life by myself. Yeah. And so, you, you know, and I was like, okay, if, don't, you know, like, please don't ask me. Like, please don't ask me to stay. And he's like, you we're, you we're going to ask you to stay. And so I was like, at, at one point I was, I was quite angry, you know, and I like, in turn, like, I was just a mess. And I, but yeah. I just looked at him and I was like, I'm only doing this for you. And he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you're doing it for. <laughs> he goes, but you're going to do it. And so I was like, oh, fine. Yeah. You know? So, um, so I, I, went back to bed <laughs> for a little while. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I've got to get over this fear. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just, what if I did 50 brave things before I turned 51, like gives me a deadline. Mm-hmm. It gives me a focus, gets me out of bed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it will, it, the momentum hopefully will spur me. And I have had depression in my life. Um, and so I was like, okay, cause clearly I'm depressed and with depression, you need a jolt. Mm -hmm. Um, depression requires a a jolt and you can't kind your way out of depression because it'll just, it's going to stick you in that bed for the rest of your life. Like you have to jolt. So I was jolting, (laughs) but what I didn't also realize was that I was in deeply grieving. Mm -hmm. You can't jolt grief. No. Grief no. requires kindness and gentleness and nurturing and and um, cozy things mm-hmm. and and beauty and lots and lots of things and depression is like get the hell out of it. <laughs> whatever I'm gonna I'm gonna light firecrackers next to you, like whatever you have to do to get out of bed, right? Yeah. So here I was at war. Yeah. Because I needed the jolt, but at the same time I needed intense kindness and gentleness and I'm going to cry. Um, so yeah, so that's, so I got out of bed. I did the 50 freaking terrifying, stupid, stupid things. I mean, they're so dumb. When I, when I listened back, like I I created a podcast, that was my 50th, my 50th act was that I had to write it all and record it and post it publicly. Oh, humiliating. and, and horrifying for someone who wants to be invisible. Um, but it was so necessary, but yeah. So I, um, so I have it out there (laughs) for all the world to hear that I played volleyball in my bathing suit. You know, I mean, it's like, some of them are so, um, like people would go, really? That's like that a phone call. Like, why was that hard for you? I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to explain why that was hard for me, you know, and at the time it might as well have been climb a mountain because Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to do that either. Um, so yes, so I did it. I did it.
0: What, what gave you the idea of the 50 things?
1: I, I honestly don't, it just came to me. All of a sudden Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a second, (laughs) I'm at this milestone. What can I do with it? You know? So I don't, I just knew I had to get out of the fear and so I I think that that was like well the only way to get out of fear is to face the fear, okay. and I had a list. If you've ever watched the show Monk, mm, I'm not, I've not um, heard of it. Somebody older. else about it it, He had a he had OCD and he had all these anxieties, you know, all this stuff. And and I used to watch that with my husband, and he'd be like, "Oh my God, it's you!" <laughs> um, and I mean, it was like a, such a long list of phobias and things. Sure. And, and things that I avoided to keep my life, you know, this big. So I don't know. It just sort of was like, you got to do this. You got to face it. Might as well do it 50 times and give yourself a deadline. And and then maybe you'll have a project when you're done. Like, you know, I think maybe I was thinking, you know, that that maybe there'd be something that would come of it at the end. I don't know, but I don't think I started out thinking that, but
0: (laughs) it developed into that. Yeah.
1: As things do.
0: Right. Yeah. Was it like bucket list items, things that you wanted to do that you were scared to do or just no,
1: no, it was, um, I, this is what made it extra challenging was (laughs) that I had to spend my days and every time I wanted to go, Nope. (laughs)
0: I had to say yes,
1: like pretty much like not to every, I mean, within reason. Sure. Um, And there are some things where it was like at the same time, I'm trying to learn healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. and I was trying to learn all these other things. And so I was like, yeah, I can't, like there are some things that no, you know, that's Mm -hmm. just not okay for my body or that's not okay for my mental health right now or whatever. But, but when it was something like, um, make a phone call, you know, when I was like, oh, I could have, my husband is Rob. And so I'd be like, oh, I could have Rob make that phone call. And then it was like, okay, no, nah. you no. Know, <laughs> okay. We're going to sit here and we're going to figure this out, you know, pump gas. I think I had avoided pumping gas. It had probably been 10 years or longer because wow. I could just be like, oh, I got to do this thing. Could you go pump my gas? You know, like, I, I just, because a guy yelled at me over the loudspeaker once, um, and he was like, ma'am, you have to do, I'm like, I can't figure out what the hell I'm doing. So I, I just, there were just, I had a lot of social anxiety, sure. um, throughout my life. And, um, I had, I'm, I'm the, I was, I was raised the eighth out of nine children. Mm-hmm. And I went to a psychic once. And because my friend was in town and she was like, I've always wanted to go to a psychic. And I'm like, okay, well, we could see. I don't, I don't know. Um, and I walked in and the woman just kind of went, oh! And I'm like, oh, what? You know, what did I do? And she goes, whoa. And I said, what? And she goes, you were raised by your siblings. And she goes, boy, were they mean. And I'm like, oh, you can see that? You know, it was like the weirdest thing. And I thought, you know, she couldn't have said that to anybody else I was with. Yeah. Like, it was just like the weirdest reaction. And and it was just this horror. And I'm like, oh, you can see that? Mm -hmm, Yeah. And she's like, you breathed. And they had something to say about it. And I was like, yeah, all of the, all my life, like, it was just this constant. And so the the desire to not be seen the, the, the desire to be invisible and just be like, just please. I went to this therapist once and I was explaining how I had tried to go into an Einstein bagel shop and it was close. The door was locked and there was a guy mopping and I went into like, I was almost catatonic because I'm like, he saw me try to open a closed door, a locked door. Oh my God. I can't go back. I can't survive like how am i going to live through this experience <laughs> and he's and, and she said to me she just looked at me and she goes oh honey you think he's talking about you over dinner or something with his family i'm like that's exactly what i think i'm like he's he, this is going to be like this okay wait till you hear about this woman and she looked at me and she goes oh honey you're not that interesting <laughs> And I cannot tell you, I have never been so happy to hear something in my entire life. And I was like, oh, my God, I would need everybody to tell me that I'm not (laughs) interested. But um, yeah, but that did help me a lot when she's.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one cares. No, as 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 you're going through anxiety and PTSD, things get stuck in your head and things that just don't make sense, Mm -hmm. but they make sense in your brain. Yes. So having somebody really try to pull to that down and like, no, it's, that's not how it is in, in an appropriate way. Yes. Uh, that's huge.
1: Yes. And so now I can do it for myself all mm-hmm. the time. You know, so now I, I teach people how to, how to, you know, um, challenge those false mm-hmm. beliefs and, um, and how to combat anxiety. I've t- a million tools and, um, and the, Um, and, and yes, so now I, I no longer, um, I no longer struggle with, with, um, any of the, you know, any of those, of those things, because the second I can, I can tell, I can tell. And like, uh, my mom once told me that my dad got leukemia because he didn't go to the dentist for a long Hmm. time. And then he had dental work. Well, I didn't go to the dentist because I had dental phobia, and so the whole time I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to get leukemia now." And and but I I said it to my husband. He's like, "That's insane. Um, that's not how any of that works." And I was like, "Okay, but who are you? Like, yes. <laughs> I don't think you're qualified to really tell me that." And <laughs> and my mom was a nurse, which made oh, wow. it worse. Yeah. Um. And so then I went to my therapist, and I'm like, "Okay, my mom told me this," and she was like, "Oh my god, okay." Yeah. <laughs> One more insane thing, you know, we have to try to get you around. And she's like, yeah, that's not how... it's like, okay, but you're a therapist, so I need to go keep asking. And so then I went to my acupuncturist, and he's like, that's not how any of no." Yeah. And then I went to my doctor, and that's not how that works. Then I went to the dentist, and the only way I could go was because my friend's son has autism, and he and I are like soulmates. And every time he can do something, I'm like, oh, if he can go, I'll go. If he yeah. can... If he can, if he like that guy, I'm going to be, I'm going to be safe. And so I went to the dentist first time in 22 years. And he's like, um, I said, my mom told me this and he goes, yeah, that's not how any of this. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I have now gotten it from enough experts that I'm <laughs> like, okay, pretty sure I'm not going to get leukemia from going to the dentist. But, yeah. um, yeah. So there were a lot of things like that where it was like at first just challenging, yeah. These when people reacted, which they did to me all the time, like, what <laughs> yeah that's not a thing, um, yeah. and then going to the people who could give me that that um
0: you know like real talk,
1: yeah, like yeah, yeah the affirmation, you know that like yeah. no, you're not that's not yeah. a thing, and yeah. she was obviously dealing with something, <laughs> so that's not a thing, God, you know, no. so
0: wow, wow, yeah. so. <laughs> Taking a take, so I want to take a step back for a second. You were talking sure. before about how, uh, you didn't appreciate things in your life mm-hmm. and you work on gratitude now. So yes. how, what was that? Was that part of this whole journey <laughs> as well? Okay.
1: Inadvertently. Yeah. Because see, when you start something like this, especially when you're going from bed, you know, yeah. you're going from like the depths yeah. of like, you're feeling like almost nothing to, to going, oh, okay, somehow I have to participate in this world, you know, and somehow I have to do these things. And then you're doing the brave things and going, you know, as the days are going along, it's like, oh crap, that's gotta go on my list. Um, <laughs> oh no, I have to do this now, you know. <laughs> and um and you're no longer I'm no I was no longer avoiding yeah. so many of I mean I had spent most of my life dissociated. Yeah. And so trying to be in my body and feel the feelings and and um and and participate day to day in in the, every aspect of my life um completely forgot what you just asked <laughs> um because i just ramble but
0: um appreciation yeah. and the gratitude oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so,
1: so a lot of the time i didn't really realize how things were connected and how things spread like a virus. So like, I would find myself all of a sudden, like, yes. And I'd be like, oh, I just signed up to do so. I mean, something insane. And it'd be like, oh God, it's, it's just taken on a life of its own. I'm no longer, (laughs) my first thought is no longer, no. Oh no, stop. You know, my first thought is, oh hell yeah, that sounds like an experience. And, um, and so I'd be out walking and just going, Okay, I'm going to keep a gratitude. I started with like a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. We started doing gratitude at dinner time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, everybody talking about favorite moments of the day, uh, where they saw beauty, mm-hmm. um, uh, what we did to push ourselves forward that day, like anything, right? Like mm-hmm. whatever. And I say that like it's normal. I don't think most people talk about <laughs> things like that. Um, but to me, it's normal. And yeah. so, yeah, so I just kind of started out going, um, you know, what, um, what feels good today? You know, what, um, uh, can I, can I, I went from, I, I, I got a therapist in the, in, as one of the steps. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I started therapy and, and she had me, um, I had to, I had to write people and ask them what my best qualities were Mm -hmm. that, took a few years off of my life, but I, I did it. And, and, um, and, and with me in therapy, like she would say, get five. So I'm like, okay, so I'll get 15 because yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything. I'm <laughs> so like, I am the best client, like I'm yeah. the best patient, you know? And, um, and so I, I healed <laughs> a lot quick, you know, because I, I really do hard work and yeah. I don't shy away. and, And so I was like, okay, I did, you know, so I got all of these things. And then I read them and went, oh, that's what people see? Like, uh, and, and so she was like, but what do you see? And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't see any of that. Like, I see someone who's a miserable failure, you know, mess, you know, someone who's this, that, or the, other, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, so, yeah, I, so I, I had to then figure out whose voices was I listening to yeah and um and do i respect them do i do i admire them are these people in my life still like and i realized none not one not one was still in my life not one was ever someone that i respected shared values with hmm. or anything and i let them rule my brain hmm. for 50 years so that sounds kind of silly <laughs> When you see it all laid out,
0: when you look and back it's at hard it, yeah. to
1: argue with that, like, it's hard yeah. to argue. So I just had to go, all right, well, that's not that, does, that doesn't make any sense. And so now I have to figure out, you know, what it is that I see and what it is that I like and, and who I want to, who I want to be and, mm-hmm. and, and to the people that I, that wrote to me, those are people that I respect and admire and have in my life. And they know me. And they know me better than any of those people whose voices were stuck in my brain, who have never seen my adult life. You know, they don't know how I live. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's things like that. Just getting, getting the pushing out the negative and and allowing the good in, and and realizing who you're listening to and and why.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm a previous guest on my show talked about having a glass of ink and rather than trying to, um, get rid of the ink on its own, you flush it out with water. So the water was the positivity, Mm -hmm. bringing all the positivity in and flushing out the bad things rather than focusing on the bad, you focus on the good. That sounds like what you're just describing.
1: Absolutely. And it is, it is identifying, um, you know, you've got to root it out. You know, you've got to, a lot of times you don't see it. You don't see if you're judgmental. You don't see if you're negative. You don't see what people around you do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I was like, oh, wait a minute. They're all saying this, but I was always told that. And, and, um, and so that can be very, very powerful when you, when you are able to, um, actually see who, who you are. And, and if there are yeah. things, then you can address them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I went through kind of a really rough divorce and afterwards I went to a therapist and I hadn't been to one before. I uh, had lots of traumas in my life as well, but I'd never been to one. And one of my first questions to her was how do I not do this again? Because I realized that I had a role to play in it mm-hmm. and what was my role and how could I change that? Because I knew that It wasn't all on everybody else. There were things that I was doing that needed to change as well. And it's when you're available for that, when you open yourself up and you realize that something can change and you can be a better person, that's when you can receive that information then too.
1: Absolutely. And when you are willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. enough and humble yourself and say, I, I, um I, I I have this exercise that I learned a while back um it's an anger exercise mm-hmm. and and you imagine that you're talking to the other person and it has a whole ton of different categories of things that you go through and and you talk about each one I'm angry because I'm sad because I'm whatever 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 yeah. and and one of the parts is you know the part I played. Um, I'm sorry that I blank, uh, you know, whatever. And, yeah. and it's so truly powerful when yeah. you can, when you can tap into that and go, cause so often we'll be like, it wasn't me, Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wasn't the one mean for, you know, like, or I yeah. didn't do this or I didn't do that. And it's like, um, uh, I don't know if you have to put a trigger warning. Um, but I was raped when I was a young teen and um my father my friend and i were both um and my father came and picked us up and we just sat in the you know and whatever you know but all the years thinking he didn't protect me mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't see he didn't and i thought how many times did i like hold that information back i didn't say this yeah. just happened or you know and i think I didn't give him the opportunity to protect me because I assumed he wouldn't, you know what I mean? And, um, now (laughs) I did have a lot of reason to assume he wouldn't because in the past there were times that he did not. Um, but at the same time, I, 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 I wouldn't want someone to assume that because I did something once that that's who I am for the right. rest of my life. So I try not to hold people to that mm-hmm. standard as well. Um, but in this situation, I did realize like, well, wait a second. I denied him a heck of a lot of opportunities yeah. um, to protect me because he had no idea. Sure. So. Sure.
0: That's quite an experience in itself. Goodness. Yeah. Wow. Um, you, so going through all the things that you did and going through these 50 brave things, what are some of the things that you do now to help you stay healthy and stay in, you seem like you just have this positive outlook on things now. Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep that?
1: Um, well, first of all, like just going through that, that journey, that, that, the transfer, the transformation day to day, it's like, it's, it's a snowball. Mm-hmm. And so the more it would change, the more I'd be like, Oh my God. Like I, it's, it's been rather funny because I feel like I've crammed all of my adulthood <laughs> into four years, like the last four, maybe almost five years. And so I became like, I was like, I watched, um do you ever see the movie accidental tourist?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. So we watched it. We showed our daughter and I'm like watching. I go, oh my God, I forgot. I always wanted to be a travel writer from this movie. (laughs) Within an hour, I had a job as a travel writer. Oh my gosh. Like I just had crazy, someone, someone emailed and was like, I'm looking for a travel writer and it's a London blog that I love. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. So I got a job. Like there were like things like that. I was just like all of a sudden going, you know, people were saying, oh, I really love your voice on your podcast. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I can do, um, they have the, like ACX where you can narrate books. I got my first two I ever auditioned for I booked. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is so weird!" Like now, I'm a, now I narrate audio. I don't. I it yeah. was I didn't enjoy it. You know, but yeah. I did it. Um, but it was like I, I got an agent. I got an, a voiceover agent. You know, I was like weird. Like all these things. Like yeah. so, I just kind of like the. Uh, it's almost like the world just happens to me <laughs> but in a in a different way than before, where I just was wow. sort of like like laying on the ground and everything just sort of drove over me. Yeah. Now I'm like kind of just caught up in it, going yes. Yes, I'll have one of those. Like when you're in a bakery, like I have yeah. celiac disease. So I go into a dedicated gluten-free bakery and I'm like, yep. oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, i uh-huh, <laughs> one of those. And, and oh, yeah, okay, I have that. And we just taste everything. And we just, yeah. everybody takes a bite of everything, you know? Um, so it feels more like that where it's like life is happening to me, um, but I am intentionally grabbing yeah. and going, I want a taste of that. I want to experience that. Um, so what I do is I do a lot of mindfulness. I do like, I've had, I've dabbled in like mindful eating. Yeah. I do not have the attention span, but I do it. Um, I do it sometimes cause it's kind of fun. Um, I, uh, do somatic exercises and, and things like that to release the trauma from my body. Um, I do acupuncture. I do, uh, I'm horrible at meditation. Yeah, um if you can't get out of there from talking to me. Um so what I do is guided meditation because then it's somebody else going, okay, now do this, now yeah. do that. And 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 here's this thing to say over and over again every time you go off in la la land, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay, back to this. Okay, I can do that. Um so I do a lot of that. I try to do that every day and then um I'm always looking for new challenges and new opportunities and um And uh, yeah, I just am, I am living my life for the first time Mm -hmm. and it is fantastic. And I'm like, as many years as I get, Mm -hmm. I am going to enjoy the hell out, out of them. And, um, and I'm lucky to have my husband home, I'm home and my daughter is, has been homeschooled. All the way. And she's uh, about to turn 16. And, um, and so we just have, like, we go off on adventures. We just went like on a whim to a concert in Minneapolis, like the next yeah. day. It was like, Oh, we have, my daughter's like, Oh my God, we have to get tickets. Like, look, they have the right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, just like whim, like we just, <laughs> yeah. we just live.
0: Just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Nike used to say, you used to say, just do, yeah, it.
1: Just do <laughs> it. Yeah. But only, only if it's aligned. Right. I don't do, I don't do things that don't align with my family or my values or, or where I'm at in the moment. Yeah. Like, so I'm, it's very intentional. I'm, I'm yeah. extremely intentional. I just don't look it because I'm I'm like, you know,
0: you need to know I'm your just, boundaries. Yeah. You need to know, um, some of those things. Uh, did you ever see the movie yesterday? Pardon? Did, did you ever see the movie yesterday?
1: No, but I read a book by Shonda
0: Rhimes all about saying yes. Yeah. Pretty. Oh yeah. The year of yes. Yep. I read that one before too. Um, yes. Day is a really funny movie. Um, and so it's what you're doing sounds like a yes day to me. So you're looking for things you're intentionally. Um, so the premise of the movie is that the adults, the parents let the kids have a yes day. So anything within reason, they would say yes to, because they're always saying no to things and you, you set boundaries on it. So there's a, a there's a dollar limit, there's a distance limit. Um, they have to to do things to earn it to begin with. So the kids have to be up on their schoolwork, all that, all those things. Mm-hmm. But then within reason, anything else is fair game that day, as long as it's within those boundaries. And that sounds like the life okay. that you're living. That's now. my life. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty
1: much my life. And yeah. and yeah, and it's just sort of this, you know. um, yeah, just go, just, just try, just try because, um, you know, you're, we lost too much time. Yeah. And not, I'm not wasting any more time.
0: Yeah. We take things for granted. We put limitations on ourselves because of experiences that we've been through because Mm -hmm. of uh, beliefs that we have in our, in our brain. Yeah. And, and yes.
1: And, and we allow other people, um, sometimes to have power and control um, that um, has no reason, yeah. to be there, yeah,
0: so. yeah. So, yeah. what are after learning the things that you have? Are there one or two things that you would tell people to start getting out of that?
1: Um, yes. And then, but my two tips are different.
0: So, sure. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, so I'll answer that one really quickly and then yes. I'll get, um, uh, so yeah, what I would say is a hundred percent do one tiny, tiny, tiny scary thing. Yeah. So whether that's getting out of bed, yeah. um, whether that's taking a walk, you know, how it was for me, whether that's, um, making a phone call, whether it's doing the dishes, whether it's, um, you know, uh, uh, just a something. Just do something to jolt yourself um, out so that you can get the momentum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and most people don't know they're grieving, mm-hmm. but women, so many women. I don't know any who aren't. Mm-hmm. They're all, we're all grieving something, and I'm and I'm like, but it's not talked about, and no one knows how to how to. Uh, how to deal with it differently than depression. And and so the world would be a much better place if we
0: understood grief. Agreed. Great. But anyway, yeah.
1: so, yeah, but those aren't, that's not technically my two tips I was going <laughs> to talk about. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I asked to prepare a couple tips. So what are those?
1: Okay. So my tips are, my one tip is really fun. So one of the things I've been doing for the last few months is, um, is i am like i realized the one day i'm just sitting here and also i was like oh my god why am i not blowing bubbles all day you know which is like (laughs) a really weird thought like who who thinks that but i was like i I am disappointing my younger selves like every minute of every day like we have a big house like we have this house i'm like i could do anything in the like it's there are no rules yeah what the hell are we doing? I'm like, how am I not meeting my friend at bumper cars instead of coffee? Mm-hmm. Like what? I, mm-hmm. I should be in bumper cars like more often, you know? <laughs> and, and so all of a sudden I just had this awakening of like, I am so disappointed. Like what yeah. I got to have, fun. I've got to like really start having fun and like, yeah. and really tapping into what I would have wanted mm-hmm. when I was younger. I didn't get a chance at a childhood -hmm. I have a chance now. So, like, come on. So, do you know what we did? We painted our bathroom, we painted bubbles all over our bathroom walls. Like, we're doing all kinds of crazy shit. Cause I because I'm like, why? There are no rules. Why not? There are no rules, except like this imaginary Instagram sort of world that makes us think we have rules. Um there are no rules. So we started doing inner child play dates with our friends. And I go, you guys, what do you want to do? Oh my gosh. You have never seen adults light up (laughs) than when you suggest inner child play dates. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend everybody go play, go, go mini golf, go laser. We found a virtual reality lightsaber place. So cool. Yeah. yeah, Sign me up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like i mean who doesn't want to try that you know yeah so we go to arcades we find pinball like whatever the hell like go have some fun yeah. and and tap into what you wanted most of us hate our inner children yeah. yeah a sad fact most of us are really resentful and hate them and are like get the hell out of my you know. no 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 mm-hmm. You know, so I have a friend I was helping and I said, she was like, oh, I don't care what my, stu-. I'm like, what would you have wanted when you were 12 or 15? I don't care, those stupid idiots, you know, they didn't, whatever. and I said, it's Christmas, get them a Christmas present. Yeah. And she was like, by the time we were off the phone, she was so excited. I know exactly, I'm going to get them ornaments. I know exactly which one, each ornament they would each want, you know,
0: yeah.
1: As something, tap in, find that. Compassion, yeah. find that love, find that spark, mm-hmm. and if you didn't get it, go get it yeah. because this is your chance. Like we, there are no rules. No, no, I mean, as long as it's within the law. I mean, there are, some yeah. rules, but <laughs> but I mean, true. like seriously, like yeah. our kids are like, I want to come, you know. So they come to all our, and I'm like, you, so you have your own childhood. You actually had one, you know, yes. but. <laughs> But it's like there; it is contagious, and yeah. it, and it is so, it is so much fun. So highly, yeah. highly recommend Inner Child play dates. <laughs> yes. Um, and then my You're other one. You're making me want one, to book to one, one right one. now.
0: So pardon. You're making me want to book one right now. So <laughs> oh,
1: I, I know. It's like <laughs> like it's like it kind of blows your mind. Yes. Um And then uh, the other one is like how, improving your space. I I am a huge um, proponent of ho- of Huga. I think is how it's pronounced. The Danish. Um, it's a Danish way of life where it's everything is sort of like gentle and soft and cozy. And it's like it's the perfect grief remedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Google, it's H-Y-G-G-E. And it is absolutely um, it saved my life um, in terms of, of healing my grief. Um, and it, it's it just make your space beautiful. Whatever budget you have. We yeah. put bubbles on our wall for free. I used cookie cutters, round cookie cutters, and we had paint lying around. I'm like, oh, whatever color paint. Yeah. Let's get throw some bubbles on the wall. So you can do it in any budget, but just make your space something that you want to live in and yeah. something that speaks to your soul and your spirit. And um, and yeah, and just mm-hmm. there are no rules. Mm-hmm. There are no rules. Just go have some fun Mm -hmm. and, um, and be kind.
0: Yeah. How did, how did you, how does it feel when you think about yourself on that bed wanting to just go sleep and not wake up compared to what you're feeling now in life?
1: I, um, when I first, especially with the somatic exercises when I first started releasing the trauma from my body. I remember going for a walk theme, right? Yeah. Um, I went for a walk and the, I'm by myself and the whole walk, I'm like this. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, this is bizarre. Like you cannot literally go through life smiling. Like you cannot just, no one's with you. You look like a freak, you know? Um. But it is, I just felt so light. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I could go scale that building. Like, I just feel like, Um, I just, I feel so good. I feel, um, aligned. I feel like what I do for a living aligns with who I am and what I've been through. Um, I feel like my relationships, fantastic, like Mm -hmm. all of them, like I am surrounded by the most fantastic people. And I'm like, I have earned this life. I crawled through so much crap, you know, like i I, I did the work mm-hmm. i I endure it a lot, you know, but it's like this is what it all came to. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I would do it, I wouldn't change a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I honest to God would not change one single memory of my life because yeah. if that's what got me here, yeah. good, I'm good, and yeah. um, yeah, and i and I just hope if anyone is listening that is struggling right now with um, why they're here and whether they should be or not. I thought I was making the world bad for every single person that ever came in front of me, you know? And, and everyone's like, are you kidding me? Like as they were telling me what they thought was like, Oh, huh. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would, everybody would just be better if it wasn't here. And it's like, There, that is, that is the voice that we're allowing in, but they're probably not people that are still in your life. And if they are, they shouldn't be. (laughs) And, um, you know, so yeah, just, I just, I feel like, um, I just feel like it was all so worth it. And, um, and and I, and if I get even another 25, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, oh my God, I'm just going to be like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because this is fantastic.
0: Yeah. You are like the epitome of thinking three positive things and then having everything just keep coming toward you. So.
1: Yeah, I, I always I say, it. like, my universe really loves me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it's my universe. And uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, it, it loves me. My universe really wants me to win backgammon today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's kind of a running joke. But yeah, it's it but it, in a huge sense though, like in yeah. the real world, like it is. Um it is just that alignment yeah. where where you're exactly where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be. And um And I do think coming full circle, I do think that the name had a huge, um, impact on that because it allowed me that freedom to say, I wonder what Maeve wears. What does Maeve's hair look like? You know, like uh, I got to, I got to, to rebuild myself in the way that I saw myself as opposed to,
0: um, you know, that being in someone else's image, (laughs) that other, (laughs) yeah. the other world. So that's empowering right there. Yeah. Very cool. So you love what you're doing now. What are you doing? What, what kind of things you want to share with our listeners?
1: So I am, uh, I actually, during the journey, um, part way after the first 50, um, when my life really went crazy, that was when I was just like, Oh, now I'm just saying yes to all kinds of crazy. So, um, I, I got, uh, I went through, uh, a long um, intense training to become a certified, um, bereavement and transition coach. And, um, and so I have dabbled in that. I'm, I'm now doing it, um, seriously. So we've, you know, got the, like, we've built the infrastructure and now I'm doing it like, like I mean it. Um, uh, I needed to do a little bit more. Um, I wanted to work more on the somatic, healing and things before I, I, um, felt fully ready. And now Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Um, so anyway, so I, I help women, uh, in midlife, um, who feel lost, which is most of us (laughs) at one time or another, right. Uh, find their, find their path, find their footing. And, um, and I, if I have one more woman, tell me she's just gonna go be a barista at at Starbucks. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm like, can we please stop settling? Yeah, I know some people that's, that is a dream, go for it. If that's your, but most people are saying it because they're like, I just don't wanna have to, I just wanna be able to show up and do some that and go home. And we carry such a mental load Mm -hmm. as women, whether we have kids or not, whether we have families or not, we carry a different mental load than the other half of the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, um, the other, the other, yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so, I, yeah, I, I yeah. help people actually get honest about who they want to be. Mm-hmm. And then I help them get there.
0: Yeah. That's a much needed thing to do. Gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, cause it does affect so many of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you have your book.
1: I have a book. It's going to be coming out uh, this summer, and it's a book of essays. Um, each one is is a standalone essay uh, about some topic of mental health, uh, told through a, a story of mine. So, and then it and then it has a, um, you know, uh, I, I kind of, I, I guess you could call it a call to action, but not really, you know. But it's more like a this could be you. Like yeah. here's how you can try to, you know, here's how you can apply it. Yeah. Um, to your life Um and but it's just tools it's it's but it's told through story yeah. and humor and and realness like it's yeah. just yeah
0: life stories to learn from yeah very, go. good. <laughs> very good very um, good and where can people find you if they want to learn more about your book your your coaching whatever you're doing
1: so uh, my website is um www, da, 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 da. Okay, I can yeah. speak. Yeah. southgate coaching dot com. And um I'm on Instagram at mavesouthgatecoaching Southgate Coaching and Facebook, same. Um so I'm pretty easy to find. Um when it's and if it says Martha, that's it's that's 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 a part of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different different version. That's that's like or something. (laughs) This is version 2.0. Um, so anyway, yeah. So, um, that's where, that's where I am. And, um, thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I'll get all those links in the show notes so people can find you easy. Um, any last things? I, I do want to be respectful of your time as well and, and let you, let you get going here. I'm sure we could go on and on because you I know, energy, I was, I was like, it's only a
1: time frame. I'm like, I'm going to try, but like, it never happens. <laughs> it's um,
0: all right. All right. I try. Um, yeah. Uh, but any last things you want to want to say as, in closing?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I guess just um, what I say on, on the end of my podcast every yeah. week is go do something brave.
0: I love it. I so I'll her. I'll
1: yeah. leave it with that. <laughs> oh, and they can hear if they want to hear that podcast that oh, I yeah, did yeah. Yeah. during the journey. Oh my God! At the end of that first year journey, yeah. um, it is Broken to Brave podcast, and right. um, uh, and it, it, they'll be able to tell it's mine because it's just these short. Uh, it's a it's only one. It's the fifty, yeah, steps. 50 steps, and then okay. after that, what my husband and I did was a. A companion podcast Mm. that is still going and that is patreon only um and but it is unbelievable it we take every single step and it is told through our perspective especially the spouse's perspective Mm, fascinating to hear what where he was at what was going on oh i bet at that time so we go through every single step why it was impactful yeah. and why why it was so important and then how it affected him and our daughter and then all the other seasons are what where our life goes yeah. and it's just raw we're just sitting on our couch for like 45 minutes every week and i we have hundreds hundreds of those Very um cool. so those are on patreon and it's still going yeah. um So anyway, so they can find that on Broke it's Broken to Brave podcast.
0: Awesome. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much, Maeve. Um so much fun talking to you today and getting to know you. Yeah.
1: It's been wonderful. It was so nice to meet you.
0: You as well. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Brain Wellness, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to subscribe, like, and share this with others to help me continue on with my mission to help people live healthier, happier lives. Go to www.brainwellnesssolutions.com to see what I'm up to and get links to all the social medias there. See you next time.